I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News update for Friday, December 30th. A homeless woman has been charged with breaking into a Quincy home while the residents were inside early yesterday. Police say 42-year-old Heather Payne broke into a home on Beckett Street in Montclair just before 12.30 a.m. A mother and daughter who were in the house heard noise from downstairs and yelled. Payne was reportedly found standing outside the home, but admitted to being in the house. She left a backpack behind. Police quickly responded and arrested Payne and charged her with breaking and entering. Police say she had just arrived here from Arizona. Payne reportedly entered the home through an unlocked door. She told police she was just trying to get in out of the cold. Congratulations going out to Quincy High School's senior, Christiana Wynn, who was recently accepted into the prestigious National Association for Music Education All-Eastern Treble Chorus. Christiana will join exceptionally talented high school music students from 12 other eastern U.S. states in Rochester, New York, to rehearse and perform at the organization's annual All-Eastern Concert on April 16th of next year. The Lincoln-Hancock Elementary School will hold its first annual Polar Plunge on Monday to raise money for classroom supplies, technology, enrichment programs, field trips, and more. The plunge will take place at the Mound Street Beach in Quincy Point, Monday at 11 a.m., and all are welcome to attend. The cost is $20 for adults, $15 for anyone under 18. Participants will receive an exclusive commemorative gift, and proceeds will directly benefit the Lincoln Hancock School. Hot chocolate, coffee, pizza, and pastries will be available for all participants. Four River Bridge scheduled to open Saturday at 7 a.m. Reminder, curbside collection of trash, recycling, and Christmas trees in Quincy will be delayed one day next week due to the New Year's holiday. A Boston man was held without bail after prosecutors said he attempted to bring a loaded gun through a security checkpoint at Logan Airport on Wednesday. The discovery was made about 7.15 p.m. by TSA officials at the security checkpoint at Terminal A where Delta flights depart and arrive. According to the Suffolk County DA's office, 36-year-old Lorenzo Beachman of Hyde Park was held without bail charged with his third offense of carrying a loaded firearm without a license. State police were alerted that a man identified by authorities as Beachman had placed a gun located inside a shoebox covered by a brown paper bag on a screening machine belt at the Terminal A security checkpoint. According to authorities, the gun was a loaded 22 caliber high standard Model B pistol. Investigators say video surveillance showed Beachman placing the bag on the belt. According to the DA's office, the shoebox, which also contained several personal items belonging to Beachman, was secured. Authorities say Beachman was initially allowed to proceed to his gate with the rest of his belongings, along with a child that was traveling with him. According to the DA's office, when he was approached by troopers, Beachman initially admitted the package was his. But when he was asked what was inside, he retracted his statement, saying he thought they were talking about another bag. Authorities said Beachman was arrested. The child was placed in the custody of a relative. 
The DA's office said Beachman had prior convictions involving firearms and armed and mask robbery. He is scheduled to appear in court again January 4th. The Greater Boston Food Bank is heading into the new year with strained resources. As a result of inflation, the largest food bank in Massachusetts is facing the same challenges that food banks across the country are dealing with, soaring food prices and a decline in donations. The monetary donations that are coming in are going less far, with no end in sight to the increasing food prices. That's on top of an increase in demand. According to a survey from the Greater Boston Food Bank earlier this year, at least 1.8 million people in Massachusetts, or 32% of the state's adult population, are food insecure. With less food donated by the public, the food bank is currently purchasing about 70% of the food that it distributes. Baker Polito administration announcing it will award $4.1 million in grants to 11 local organizations and health care providers in an effort to improve reproductive health care access across Massachusetts. With the help of the funding, all 11 organizations can either continue or begin to offer abortion services and support to anyone seeking to receive abortion care including providing assistance with transportation and lodging, child care payments, translation services, and abortion doulas, the administration said. About half the funding, or $2 million, was allocated from the fiscal 2023 state budget to boost reproductive health access, infrastructure, and security. The other $2.1 million comes from a $3.7 billion spending plan signed by the governor in November that established a reserve fund to address reproductive and family planning service needs across the state. Time is running out for proponents of a Massachusetts House bill that aims to curb the use of rat poison, which wildlife advocates say is killing other animals at an alarming rate. Second-generation anticoagulant Rodentsides, or SGRs, can only be used by pest control companies due to EPA regulations. Companies say that SGARs are their most effective tool to kill rodents, but poison is making its way up the food chain. The EPA warns that the SGARs pose a greater risk to predatory species that feed on the poisoned animals, some of which also help control the pest population. In March of last year, A bald eagle died in Natick in what Mass Wildlife classified as the first confirmed death from SGAR in the state. An eaglet died months later by the same poison. A bill passed through the House that would implement education programs and require pest control companies to disclose the use and the effects of the chemicals to clients. They would also have to report their use in an electronic database. That bill is stalled in the Senate and expires the end of this week. Some pest control companies describe themselves as green using rodenticides. Mass Wildlife says other methods are available, such as snap traps. It suggests using SGARs only as a last resort. Busy holiday weekend is ahead in Boston. City Hall Plaza has turned into the home of the NHL for the next couple of days. A fan festival is taking place there ahead of the Winter Classic at Fenway Park. The game between the Bruins and Penguins is sold out, but the festival is free and open to everyone. 
There will be interactive activities. The Stanley Cup will be on hand for photo ops, and Bruins players and legends will be present for autographs. Festival opens today at 2 p.m. City leaders and event organizers are also gearing up for New Year's Eve festivities at First Night Boston. Kickoff at noon on Saturday. It's the 48th annual First Night New Year's Eve celebration bringing more than 15 hours of entertainment and events to Massachusetts residents and visitors through Copley Square and Back Bay. Event organizers say events will extend into New Year's Day and indoor programming returns after last year's fully outdoor event. Boston's first night will feature musical and dance performances, acrobats, puppet entertainment, a parade and ice sculptures throughout the day and into the night. The evening culminates with the Copley Countdown and a performance by the Sultans in Copley Square, capped off with midnight pyrotechnics above the Fairmont Copley Plaza Hotel. Ice sculptures will be located in Copley Square Park, right near Trinity Church. This year's sculptures are themed the 250th anniversary of the Boston Tea Party and feature representations of the iconic moment in American history. Ice sculptures will also be displayed by the Boston Public Library. Event organizers say sculpting is weather-dependent and may continue into the afternoon hours on New Year's Eve. A parade from Copley to Boston Common will lead up to the family fireworks over the Common starting Saturday at 7 p.m. The MBTA will be free on all modes of travel after 8 p.m. on New Year's Eve. Check of business news this morning. Stocks are down. The Dow lost 115. The Nasdaq dropped 45. The S&P fell 15. Asian stocks followed Wall Street's higher. The dollar declined. The euro was lower. Oil at $78 a barrel. In sports, Celtics beat the Clippers 116 to 110. And they'll be in Denver Sunday night at 8 o'clock. The Bruins take on the Sabres Saturday at 1 o'clock at the Garden. And, of course, Patriots and Miami Sunday at 1 p.m. Forecast from the National Weather Service today, partly cloudy and mild, a high 57. Tonight, partly cloudy, a low 30. Tomorrow, Afternoon showers, high 57. The rain continues tomorrow night, the low of 33. New Year's Day, partly sunny and a high 54. Monday, partly cloudy, high 51. For the boater, waves about a foot. The southwest wind, 5 to 10 knots, high tide right after 5 p.m. Sunrise, 712, set at 420. I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News update for Friday, December 30th.